0: this episode of the dbr podcast is brought to you by those fine guys at bird campbell pa bird campbell is pleased to announce the addition of mike bartok as a member of the firm to head the firm's corporate securities department mike is a 1984 duke law grad and was the longtime general counsel for paramount as dick vitale would say he's a ptp or baby duke basketball has the brotherhood bird campbell has the family and they're keeping it in the family go duke Hey there, Duke fans. Welcome to episode number 129 of the Duke Basketball Report podcast. You're probably wondering why we're coming to you on a Wednesday afternoon, October 17th. This is a special podcast because we have a little bit of ranting to do. Uh, In case you haven't heard, there has been a lot of speculation, a lot of uh, of reports about this Adidas basketball trial and the mention of Zion Williamson over the past couple days in that trial. Now, I'm here with uh, one of my co-hosts right now. I have Jason Evans on the line. Jason, what's up?
1: Not much, man. I want to thank you, by the way, for joining me on this podcast. I I will tell everyone out there in podcast land. Earlier today, I sent a message to Sam and Donald, and I said, one of you guys has to join me because I need to rant. I need to talk. I need to go crazy on these reports that Zion Williamson may have been paid to go to Duke. Um, I felt we had to address this right away. And so, Donald, thank you very much for coming on the podcast and, um, and and letting me, you play host and I get to play ranting crazy lunatic. That's my role and I'm embracing it.
0: Not a, not a problem. Far be it for me to deny uh, the fans out there the opportunity to hear a, a well-timed and well-seasoned Jason Evans rant. So let's get right into it. Um, the reports out there about Zion Williamson possibly taking money or possibly asking for money uh, during the recruitment process obviously uh, adidas is not a is not a, a school or is not a, a duke is not an adidas school it's a nike school but with this adidas trial his recruitment came up with regards to the university of kansas and allegations that either he or his stepfather requested money or requested some sort of benefits uh to encourage his recruitment um and his commitment to that university obviously he ended up at duke and now the, the, the opposition has fueled uh, around this and, and tried to get them to kind of link his recruiting process to the fact that Duke eventually got him and are trying to connect A with Z. I
1: know Jason's not having it. And so, Jason, you have the floor. What do we have to say about this? So first of all, I want to talk about, there was a column written by Dan Wetzel of of Yahoo Sports, and I get that Dan has to crank out material for Yahoo. He has to go really fast, and he has to produce a lot for them, and sometimes he has to just say complete and utter bullshit, and that's what he did today. But I want to read you a little piece of what Dan Wetzel wrote um, you, you summed up the situation very nicely, uh, Donald. There was a there's a trial going on um regarding these um, folks who are associated with Adidas and some college basketball assistant coaches, who uh, who allegedly were were paying players to go to different universities. Uh, most prominently, we know about Brian Bowen being paid to go uh, play at Louisville. Uh, at the trial, it was said that Zion Williamson um, was offered uh, money. Um, and a car and housing for his family and things like that if he were to go to Kansas. Um, He, of course, went to Duke. So what Dan Wetzel wrote that had me really— Jason? Stop. Yes.
0: Jason, just to interrupt, I want to clarify out there that the, I guess during the trial, it wasn't that he received this or was offered this. Uh, I I think that the uh, insinuation was that he
1: requested this. Um, from Kansas Correct. if
0: he were to commit to Kansas. Correct.
1: Yes. Yeah. The, well, well, and actually, the insinuation was that this is what was required to get him. Get him. Um, Correct. Yes. Uh, so anyway, Dan Wetzel wrote, and and again, here's the paragraph, here's the line that has me ready to flip out. To believe that nothing ever happens at Duke is to believe that Williamson either couldn't find anyone to meet his demands, so he chose Duke, or that Duke is so fantastic of a place that it outweighed all the cash, cars, jobs, and houses that everyone else was willing to provide. Again, what Dan Wetzel is saying is you either think that Duke is this wonderful, unbelievable, special place, that it's better than getting hundreds of thousands of dollars and cars and jobs and houses, or you believe that Duke cheated. Dan Wetzel makes it clear that those are the only two options. Dan Wetzel, you're full of shit, buddy, because those aren't the only two options, because I don't for a moment believe that Zion Williamson actually was offered this money, that he was actually that he actually had a a huge offer on the table, that he had cars, cash, jobs and things like that, because there's something called a timeline. And I think in this case, a timeline is a really essential element of of getting this story right. And I want to remind everyone of the timeline here. It was almost exactly one year ago, October sixteenth. A year and a day ago, that Rick Pitino was fired, because this Adidas scandal blew up on him, and and there were allegations of paying players, um, and Pitino was on the outs at Louisville. At that moment, October sixteenth, one year ago, and actually even more than that, because we first began getting hints of this, uh, you know, a few days before Petino was fired. Obviously, from that moment on. Everyone out there, everyone associated with recruiting, all the coaches, all the assistant coaches, all the players, they knew what was going on. They knew that the FBI was tapping phones. They knew that the FBI was subpoenaing documents. They knew that they were intercepting text messages. They knew that there were various players in all of this scandal who were telling the authorities what was happening. So to me, Anything that happens after October 16th, I have a huge problem with that timeline because you have to imply at that point, if it happens after people know that this is going on, you have to imply that someone like Zion Williamson and his family had to be so desperate to get some money from a shoe company that they would risk losing his career and, and losing a, a chance to play in college because remember, Part of this scandal was that Brian Bowen had enrolled at Louisville, had been found ineligible to play at Louisville, and had left school. So everyone knows the consequences. If you're caught up in this, if they catch you, your eligibility's gone. You have to transfer. You have to go someplace different. Who knows what's going to happen with your pro career? Brian Bowen's career, to some extent, has been put on the sideline and has been ruined because of his role in all this. So I want to remind you of when Zion Williamson committed to Duke. It was three months later. It was January 20th. We have an emergency podcast to celebrate it. It wasn't until until mid-January that Zion Williamson committed to Duke. Three months later. So Dan Wetzel, maybe, rather than saying, oh, either Duke is this special, wonderful place or Duke paid him, maybe there's a third option. Maybe there's an option that makes sense in the timeline. Maybe that option is all the players out there, all the shoe reps out there, all the coaches out there recognized uh oh, this stuff is going down. And we're not going to mess around with this anymore. I, I just I, I think that there's little question that anything that occurred after the story broke didn't occur. If you get why drift. Does that make sense, Donald? Yeah, that does make sense. And, and a couple of points that I want to add to it. You know,
0: he, a lot of people think that because he asked for, you know, allegedly asked for anything. Allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly yes. And yeah. he allegedly asked for anything from any other school that the school that ended up with him must have come through with that request. Now, so, you know, back in the day when there was, you know, teams that, uh, wanted to uh, interview or wanted to recruit highly talented athletes. And a good example of this is, you know, obviously a fictitious tale, but if you've watched the movie Blue Chips, this is the same way. You know, some of the big recruits would say, hey, because it's your school, it's X amount of money to even speak with me. Because it's because you have a, a reputation or whatever, I'll waive that for you because I think you guys are a good institution. All of those things, you know, so in other words, Just because, you know, you allege that something happened at at point A doesn't mean it also happened at at place B. Second thing, people, you know, have to realize that these guys, you know, Zion Williamson was not this unknown guy. You know, he's been recruited for like, I mean, he's now 18. He's probably been recruited since he was nine. Like he has been in Internet sensation for several years. And yeah, before that, he's been that, a
1: YouTube um, star since he was like 15.
0: Yeah. Right. And he's been, he's, he has been on Slam magazine. He's been on ESPN The magazine. He's been all these magazines for a long time. It's not like this guy was like, hey guys, no, really, recruit me. He didn't need that. He got a recruiting letter probably from every school in the country that has a basketball program, and even probably from some that don't. I mean, this guy is the real deal. And really, at the end of the day, to me, this feels like a witch hunt. You know, uh, this year is Zion Williamson. Last year, they alleged that Marvin Bagley took money when he was in AAU. You know, the, before that, it, you know, we've had several other big-name stars that other teams go after, and when they don't get them, all of a sudden, here come the allegations. And I think at the end of the day, it, it, it seems like a witch hunt, and and like you said, Jason, the timeline just doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: No, and not only does the timeline not make sense, I, I want to point out for folks That Duke's amazing recruiting class, which everyone says is the greatest recruiting class of all time, with the exception of Trey Jones, whose brother went to Duke and whose brother's in the NBA making millions of dollars. So you can't tell me, oh, Duke had to pay to get Trey Jones. With the exception of Trey Jones, all the other guys in this class, Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, Joey Baker, the other guys in this class all committed after the scandal had blown up after the scandal was out there. So, from a, again, from a timeline standpoint, you cannot say to me that Duke's current class could, could have possibly been kids who were paid to go to Duke. It doesn't make any sense. If you want to allege something about Wendell Carter, Marvin Bagley, Trevon Duvall, Brandon Ingram, go back in history. If you want to bring some evidence of that, fine, I'll listen to it. I'll at least acknowledge that there is a possibility that it happened there. But I'm telling you that after October 16th, that possibility went away. It didn't exist because these guys at that point knew the consequences and they would not have done it. I'm, I'm absolutely 100% convinced of that. And there's one other thing I want to bring up, Donald. The thing I'm seeing on Twitter left and right, the thing everyone's commenting on in various articles about this, everyone is screaming. And this this is part of what Dan Wetzel is screaming about. Everyone is screaming that the NCAA will not investigate Duke. They go, oh, Duke is this high and mighty, Coach K is the GOAT, the greatest of all time, and the NCAA wants no part of looking at whether or not Duke might have done something wrong. I'll use bad language again. Bullshit. If the NCAA had credible evidence, they would absolutely go after Duke. The NCAA has shown time and again that if they find wrongdoing, if they think there's any hint of wrongdoing, they will conduct an investigation. We may may not like the way the UNC investigation ended up, but UNC was investigated. USC football several years ago was one of the top programs in the country. I'll, I'll tell you something. Duke basketball, UNC basketball, we don't make nearly the money that USC football used to make. And USC football was placed on probation. USC football was investigated, they were placed on probation because of the Reggie Bush stuff. The NCAA is not afraid to take on a program, even Duke and Coach K. But at the moment, there's nothing for them to investigate. All we have is a text message from a guy who wanted to work for Adidas, Merle code, by the way, not an Adidas guy. He, uh, he, he was like, you know, he represented them a little bit, but he wasn't like a full-time salaried Adidas employee. We have this message from this Adidas runner trying to make an impression on the Kansas head coach who had just moved over to Adidas. So he's trying to get in tight with Adidas new best guy and trying to make a situation for himself. And by the way, it's worth noting that Merle code is from South Carolina. He played at Clemson. He certainly had a relationship of sorts with Zion Williamson and Zion's family. And it would make sense that one of the first things he would try and say to Bill Self, the head coach of Kansas is, Hey, look at how connected I am to Zion Williamson, to this guy who's in my backyard, who's close to the program that I've been close to for, you know, my entire adult life. If Merle code can't tell you important stuff about Zion Williamson, Merle code is worthless to you. So Uh, You know, I'm not saying he definitely made it up, but it sure sounds like he probably made it up. And I will tell you that definitely the timeline doesn't work. There's no way that Zion Williamson or Cam Reddish or R.J. Barrett were paid to go to Duke. It it just doesn't work. And one final note that you mentioned about, you know, how people think that the
0: NCAA doesn't investigate Duke and doesn't do anything like that we only have to go back to last year when the Marvin Bagley allegations came out, the NCAA investigated immediately and made him eligible immediately. They said, we checked with the NCAA, the NCAA said, you're good to go. And especially when all this broke, there was a lot of players that were in, you know, all across the country that were under suspicion. If you remember miles bridges was one of the other ones from Michigan state. Again, the NCAA went right after it. They investigated they found no harm, and they said the guy can play. So, the, I mean, everyone thinks that it, it, it's, and it's really funny when you, you will see people bring it up because, look, guys, you have no room to speak for, I don't know, <laughs> right. I think we got 20 more years? Yeah, yeah 20 totally more right. years. Um, maybe once you get past that whole, you know, two decades of suspicion, then maybe you guys can have, have a conversation with the big boys. But uh, I think in the end, like you said, there's nothing to investigate Really is no, uh, you know, nothing out there to really talk about. Honestly, you know, Jason, I, I told you this before before the show. I honestly did know if this would lend credibility to these rumors by even having this podcast. But I do think that it was well reasoned, and 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 you had a lot of information to def- to to debunk and refute, and I think that was very important to get out there. So I'm glad we did this. Thank you very yeah, and, much, and, Jason.
1: Right, and and I, I the reason I wanted to do this is I want the Duke fans out there who hear this to have this in their back pocket. When someone comes at you and says, "Hey, what about Zion?" You can you can say to them, "The timeline doesn't make any it doesn't work. There's no way that Zion who committed in January would have risked his eligibility. There's no way Duke would have risked you know the the stature of the program in January when everyone back in October knew that everything was being looked at knew that the the feds the fbi was involved i mean are you kidding me the fbi's involved there's no way zion williamson is risking his basketball future there's no way coach k is risking his his basketball future his reputation uh, you know 3 months after this thing breaks it's it's just it's crazy yeah
0: absolutely uh well i think that's going to do it for this uh you know special podcast uh, episode 129 uh, thank you, Jason, for for coming on and and talking the talk as you always do. I think this this rant will be one that people will find uh, informative as well as awesome because it was. Uh, and, and thank you again to Bird Campbell, our our uh, sponsors. Um, we will be back with you guys later on this weekend. We we obviously will give you a full podcast. Uh, we have we have Duke football coming up. We have Countdown to Craziness recap uh, is coming up on Friday. Uh, So until then, for Jason and for Sam, who is not able to make it today, I'm Donald Duke Band. Take us home.